0: welcome to the mad trio podcast this week we have the california pariah jonathan charney james the fat man stevens hello rob the old guy you're listening to the rob charney yeah that's me i'm here and possibly a special guest um emphasis on the special we'll we'll see if ryan decides to to be to be one of us i'm going to uh just start off with a is the, the, the dead, as it were. Um, one being the last veteran of the Band of Brothers died. Remember if we oh, talked yeah. about this because we did talk about another gentleman who just passed away from World War II. Uh, World War II veteran James Martin, otherwise known as Jim Wee Martin, has died in his home in Sure Creek Township, Iowa. According to MYSO, the 101-year-old was known for being part of the 506th Parf- uh, Parachute Infantry, 101st Airborne Division. This group of soldiers was chronicled by in Stephen E. Ambrose's 1992 book, Band of Brothers. 101. Huh? Wow. Good so, on him. Um, I'm bummed because, you know, it's the literally like the last of a generation of men who... Uh, if you if you've read Stephen E. Ambrose's book, did some absolute crazy shit, and were probably one of the best units um, of its era, according to everything I've ever read.
1: Well, I, yeah. you know, that that's subjective, but I, he did some amazing. That that whole group did some amazing things.
0: Well, the, the reason why a lot of people are saying they're so good is because um, the, I forgot the guy's name. The guy who uh, Schwimmer played in the in the Band of Brothers TV show. Apparently, he was actually really good at training troops. He was just a giant mm-hmm. perpetual asshole in real life, um, right? And right. that's one of the reasons a lot of a lot of the people, even the unit members, credited him for training a unit that was so strong because they did it just to screw this, just, just despite him type of thing.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. At least
0: according to the book. And uh, Jean Luc Godard, one of uh, Jeff Michaels, our our, uh, our uh, passed away. Uh, cohort one of his favorite cinema legends has died at 91 he's a director we did one of the the movies i think for uh real Flix reviews i think it was called band apart but don't quote me on that i yeah. don't remember yep
1: um, you yep. should have a lot of sound uh-huh. ble- bleeding through here with <laughs> is that over on james's studio side yeah i think i'll move <laughs> <laughs> so I should. It should. <laughs> It'll be fine. It says, hey, no. Nice Anyways, um,
2: nice. yeah, so John Godard died. How old was Godard. he? Godard. 91. Hmm. Wow.
0: And since we talked about Queen Elizabeth dying, <laughs> I read something the other day I wanted to pass on. Why is the Queen's coffin mm. lined with lead? Hmm. So I, I heard uh, that. and it, ex- it can be. It explains why there's eight pallbearers and they all look like they're struggling.
1: <laughs> uh, Queen, uh, Queen, well, they didn't say it how thick actually. the lead was. It, I'm sure it adds some weight, no doubt about it. it, it huh. I guess it's a tradition thing So, with uh, Britain, British royals. The,
0: the Queen Elizabeth II, I'll, I'll stop making QE2 jokes at this point. It's a uh, coffin is currently laying in state in Westminster Hall following her death on September 8th. It's a royal tradition dating back centuries for coffins to be lined with lead. This is because lead coffins preserve the body for up to a year. Important uh, due to the way royal family members are typically buried.
1: What? What's that on their head? Uh, I'm trying to figure out why. So a year? That's not saying much. These hermetically sealed coffins probably do that all on their own, right? So lead lined, this would be a perfect thing for Ryan. The creepy bastard could
0: actually answer this one. Lead lining a coffin seals the coffin, keeping up moisture preserves the body for longer, slowing decomp- the deep con- decomposition process and also makes sure the smell and any toxins from a body can escape and unharm the environment. A coffin must be sealed uh, if it is for interment above ground. Also will be the case for Queen Elizabeth who will be laid to rest in King George VI Memorial Chapel
1: in Windsor Castle. <coughs> so is she going in a... Uh- what do they call them i'm sorry i just blanked uh she's not being buried in the ground is she is she going into at she, it says she's going to be buried above ground so i'm assuming it's ground, in so,
0: a not a sarcophagus so, it's a, uh
1: oh my goodness i no, <laughs> apologize to everybody my you know what i mean it's decided it's, not to work ma- mausoleum mausoleum there you go so that yeah. that's what must be doing so okay well that makes all more right sense. I- and the other
2: I one guess. was the. I don't queen. know. I think that's kind of creepy that they keep dead people like that. I mean, where you just can go and stare at them. I mean, like you just want to watch them slowly decompose.
1: Well, uh, you're no not going to be able to see her. She's sealed in this lead-lined coffin, unless you're even Superman couldn't look through lead. <laughs> they're, um, they're they're probably right? stopping. They're probably <laughs> stopping
0: the X-ray process to see if the queen really died or if she's hanging out with Elvis right now. Mm. So, did you know the QE2 had a favorite cocktail?
1: It's uh, QE2 what? The, the, the cruise ship? Queen Elizabeth II. Oh, she, ha- oh, all right. So you're going back to your.
2: <laughs> one he, else he's in- not a
1: queen fascination.
2: And I not for so. Mercury.
0: <laughs> oh, geez. That, that Wow. Uh, I'm not going to touch that one. Uh, one ounce <laughs> of gin, two ounces of dumnet, D-U-B-O-N-N-E-T. It's French. I'm definitely not all pronouncing right. that correctly. Half a lemon wheel, lemon wheel and ice cubes. So, Dumbnet is a French sweet uh, amortized wine-based aperitif. It's a blend of fortified wines, herbs, and spices, including small amounts of quinine with a fermented being stopped uh, to the, by the addition of alcohol. So, that uh, was interesting huh. as somebody who's into, into cocktails.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: I, the, sh- the shocking thing is the aperitif, it's either super dry or the aperitif is sugary because there's no sugar in that cocktail. mm Hmm. And I don't know. Drinking gin straight up is just not fun to me.
2: No. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> no. But uh, but whatever. I I don't I don't really drink alcohol anymore. I don't think. I think the last drink I had was like two years ago. I, uh, I I just don't I don't have any interest in it anymore.
0: I I love a good cocktail. I mean, I'll still maybe once or twice a month have a a cocktail on a Friday. Besides that, that's about it for me. But I love the science behind cocktails
2: more.
1: Huh. Yeah.
2: Well, so, I know. I, I know you enjoy that. But I'm just saying, you know, I just don't really have an interest in it anymore.
0: So, so
2: okay, the yo. bosses of bosses, Jefe de jefes, who goes by that, but he was the founder of the Guadalajara cartel Miguel Angel Felix Galahardo is being released he was the, one of the most powerful drug traffickers actually Mexico considered him the most powerful drug trafficker it is finally getting out after how long he was uh, <clears throat> he was arrested for the murder of the US enforcement agent uh, Enrique Kiki Kiki Camarino in 80 1985 wow. and he's been in prison since 89 mm. and he's finally getting released mm. he's blind in one eye and deaf in one ear but um I don't know I'm still kind of like thinking like eh, I don't know if they should be letting him out
1: that's so Has our government said anything about this about him being released um <coughs> Let me see. Uh,
2: no, that's from the Mexico reporters. I don't see anything in the article that really says how we really feel about it. Thirty three you know, years. for many of the, you know, the ADA or anything like that. So thirty three years
0: for somebody who is as bad as him just doesn't seem enough.
1: Well, you know, yeah. he got caught for one of the probably many murders that's that he true. was part of. Right? I in mean, the, yeah, like, one, one. one. <laughs> so I I I, you know, I I guess it goes to should uh, should he uh, ever get out I would think if I was you know a member of the family of uh, the officer that was killed by him uh, you know I don't
2: think I don't, I don't see where it said it, I was trying to find out if it was a Mexican prison or an American prison I'm assuming uh. it was in a Mexican prison that he's wow. being released from. It doesn't say in the article, which is kind of disturbing. It's kind of a shitty article other than them saying that he's getting out. Yeah. So
0: yeah. W- w- what's interesting but, um, is, is El Chapo was sentenced to life in prison plus 30 years and ordered to pay $12.6 in forfeitures.
2: Yeah, that's hmm. crazy. But yeah, he's being released. I'm still kind of like, I, I think he shouldn't be out.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Anyways, but yeah, oh, well. I, kinda, I came across that article today and I'm like, that's kind of, I mean, I I don't see him restarting his cartel. <laughs> you, you would think they'd keep relieved. a close eye on him. Yeah, probably not. But how I'm old assuming is he? he still has money and influence. How How old is he? Does it say? 73, I think it said. 76. Yeah, that's, that's getting
0: <laughs> up there.
1: Yeah. Hey, but you could still have influence.
0: Yeah, I mean, but if you're 73... Don't you're, bury you're,
1: us all, because we're getting up
0: there. Well, let's be honest. Yeah. At 73, there's a less chance of being a badass if you're just getting out of prison versus if you're 73 76. and you've been free the whole well, time. Well,
1: yeah, you're right. I mean, he he himself probably isn't going to be... But we all pale a little bit when we get older, <laughs> but I'm sure if he's got enough money, he's got enough guys. Well, uh, the way I look at it is
2: if he was in prison since 89... And he's mm-hmm. still alive, mm-hmm. blind in one eye, deaf in one ear, and still alive. Mm-hmm. He has influence
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> because yeah. he's not dead. True.
2: Oh, true enough. You know, I mean, if they really, if he didn't have anybody protecting him because of the influence he still has, one of the ar- other cartels would have killed him a long time ago being a boss.
0: Yeah, or somebody would have, would have gotten to him who he harmed in the past.
2: Or somebody just killed them just because they were killing the jefe de jefes.
0: Yeah. so yeah. You know? Yeah, true. Know. Killing somebody for notoriety is definitely something they do. So I've got a couple of articles from, from the producer so we can choose. The 10 most controversial films of all time, 27 things kids did that would horrify us in the 60s. And we collected some pretty strange things in the 90s. Go with whatever
1: you get. Yeah.
2: I think the middle one. I wanna see what they think would horrify us from the seventies. Sixties. Let's see from the sixties?
1: Right. Was it sixties or seventies?
2: Sixties. Sixties. Okay. So I I don't think I've known to be horrified. So I obviously go ahead.
1: some I survived them, <laughs> so I might be
0: prejudiced about so this the, the title of it is it's a miracle that any of us survived childhood in the 1960s oh. mm-hmm. okay. and number one pregnant women smoking and drinking
2: it doesn't surprise me that that was continued on until like the
0: 80s if if so i'm assuming what it does is cause reduction in iq and if you're paying attention to american <laughs> politics may explain a few things yeah i don't know uh but, number don't worry. Two, Oh, did i say that out loud yeah (laughs) crummy car
2: seats and seat belts true enough uh yeah they did have those metal it was like a a single metal bar car seat back in the day my sister had one
1: well so even in the early 60s there were there are forms of lap belts and there was that but still you know you look at a, a car from the 60s and what's it you know, what is its dash is not padded. It's solid steel.
0: No, some and of them have know. that padded dash, f- so it it helps reduce the, the, the amount of damage it does to your face.
2: Mm-hmm. John, that, many, was like a, that was like a quarter inch of leather. <laughs> that was it. It, was it, it would help it a little
0: leather. bit. They, they'd at least be able to identify <laughs> who it was. The blow,
1: as they say.
0: <laughs> so, uh, smoking was emulated and encouraged. Well, yeah. candy cigarettes. Yeah. I. Mean, I cool. I actually saw an ad, and I think this was from the 30s or 40s, but it could have been for up to the 60s, that smoking was encouraged for the ladies to lose weight. And it was an ad. It was an ad that said, ladies, do you have a few pounds you need to lose? Try smoking. Brought to you by Chesterfield.
2: Type of thing. Brought to you by the Marlboro Man.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, Unsafe Cribs. We still have Unsafe Cribs, honestly. Yeah, there's still a lot of... It seemed like throughout the decades... What dangerous cribs every
0: every year there's a pSA on one of these news talking head shows where they have the is your crib unsafe you may be killing your child up next on eleven you know you see that right. all the time right uh trampolines without nets I had this when I was a kid the only thing you risked is it being ejected at a thirty degree angle <laughs>
1: I don't understand trampolines with nets. What's you know? If you fly off, you fly off. That yeah. builds character. That, that's all part of it, right? You got that's a right of pavit, uh, passage. I survived trampolines. <laughs> and and knowing, monkey bars, and
0: I gotta say, knowing James, knowing James for a long time, he's survived worse. <laughs> um, Probably no, a few times. No proofing. What was childproofing? Well,
1: when you were a kid, you had, you know, th- there was a six hundred pound TV on top of a TV tray, you know. Right, exactly. You know, and bare wires hanging on the wall, right next to your bathtub. And <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the worst I thing,
0: mean, so. don't forget, the worst thing is if uh, there was no channel changer, so your dad would smack you to turn the channel. That too. Change a channel. Mm-hmm. What? Black? Yes, sir. <laughs> Okay, I call shenanigans bullshit on this
1: one. Walking wow. to and from school alone. Uh, what? Well, it depended on what your age was, right? I mean, you <coughs> your high school age children can they not walk home from school by themselves or so, you got to go hold their hand
0: here's what the article says there were no carpools even first graders were sent out to school on their own once they learned the way well that was
1: you know all right you know it was different times and you know what yes i don't remember a time from elementary school on that i didn't walk to school by myself but it was what? different times different places it was I think entirely different than that.
2: Okay, That's let not- me let me do it this way for you guys. Okay. When you say walking home by yourself, there was a group of kids that you would all leave school together. And as you went by each other's houses, that kid would walk the rest of the way home, I mean up their driveway or you know, turn off a little bit. So it wasn't like you were exactly walking home completely by yourself. And then on top of that, I mean, I was walking home in the 80s in Southern California during the Blood and Crip Wars. So, I mean, it's not uncommon, and there's still kids that do that. I, I, when I pick up my kids from the bus, there's still a group of kids that walk home.
1: So, that's just crap. Well, so that's why John, John lives. That's just it. crap. Yeah, so that
2: still happens now. Another, it's, it's not unsafe. I mean, we you don't mean, all
0: live in New York City. Yeah. So here, here's yeah. another, another one. Going to a friend's house unescorted.
1: Yeah, I, here we go again. See, that's all part of the same thing. Right?
0: Okay, another one. So I'm going to go through these fast. If you guys want to talk to him a bit, is chewing sugary bubble gum. Fuck you. Mm. That's that's really that's the dangerous thing. We almost didn't survive because we chewed gum with sugar. Kiss my ass. <laughs> if, if, if you really want to say somehow we survived, how about Coke? Coca-Cola is more dangerous to people if you than fucking bubblegum. Good God.
2: I mean, they use the clean engines. Oh, cereal with lots of sugar. Again. Eh. <sighs> that still exists today. I mean, tricks are for kids. Think about it. So, of sugar
0: according to some old folks I've known, this might have actually helped people is nuns who smacked. <laughs> I think
2: that's still a thing. But you I pay, there you, are still nuns that'll beat you with a yardstick, but people pay for that now. That's true. I mean, there are still those thing those uh, places in New York where you can go and, have them dress up and beat you. Hanging out in...
0: in oh, I don't that think they're true nuns. <laughs> hanging out in <laughs> the... I don't think they're true nuns. I don't think they're true nuns. Never got a story styles. here.
1: Wait a minute.
0: <laughs> Why was there habit made out of yellow, uh, leather? Um, <laughs> hanging out in candy stores. I, I'm I'm still kind of confused where the bad part of this list is. Um, riding bikes without helmets. Uh, Okay, I'll give you that one. As some guy who who probably saved himself a concussion, I'll give you that one.
2: Mm, I think I don't think I've ever ridden a bike with a helmet.
0: That explains a few things. <laughs> um, hitchhiking, I'll give you that. There, there's there's been a lot of people murdered and killed, especially in the 70s, because of their that hitchhiking. That was never a safe thing. No. <laughs> uh, more shenanigans, playing outside. Outside unsupervised all day. I I hate to break it to you. To some degree, there was always a parent paying attention. (laughs) Especially if you were in neighborhoods.
2: Mm, Yeah, but I mean, like, some of those parents just watched. They they didn't really do anything, even if you were fighting.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Okay, here's another one for the old guy (laughs) playing at the beach
1: on your own. Don't, don't, don't. Forbid. Oh, my. Yes, okay. I survived that. So wait, hold, let, but, let me
0: read this real quick because the 60s were all about teens having fun. Beach movies. The whole family would go to the beach. Kids were water babies as your parents were sitting up beach umbrellas and chairs. You would immediately beg to go in the water and they'd let you with the command of, stay where I can see you. But really, the lifeguards were
2: like babysitters. Uh, um, I did that in the 80s. Why is this... Why is this list saying 60s things that you're going to be shocked by? I mean, I got pulled under by the undertow a few times. I uh, just no, woke up on the beach. No <laughs> sunscreen.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, here's here's ones for the city folks. Stickball and games in the street. That still happens. I've done that. Big deal. I mean, that was in Wayne's World. Oh, oh, ah! Drinking oh. from garden hoses. Yes, drinking from
2: garden hoses. I think his? this list is starting to bug me.
0: By the way, this is from a website <laughs> called countryliving.com. Uh, All since I've lived in the country my whole life, I have done, um, except for this one, cooling off with a fire hydrant. Yeah, I know. Oh, becoming blood brothers and sisters. Okay. Mm. So that's not exactly um, healthy. Especially
1: with all the the diseases you can get, Uh, I didn't. Nowadays, that's not the safest thing to do. But back in the day, yeah, I did. I didn't do that. Blood brothers thing.
0: Sleeping in the back window of the car in road trips—you can't do that today. They're not big enough. In the 1960s, they were like they were a small hammock.
1: Well, hardly anybody has sedans anymore. With that, there and. Usually it was too dug on hot <laughs> to lay in that, you know, that window that's beating down on you from any sun. But, you know, I, not a thing. I, I that yeah, that's coming home to empty. Did you do that?
0: Um, I never. No, did. I didn't do it. Spanking and hitting, and, mean it. and another one was coming home to an empty house. Um, I, yeah. Spanking. I'm still of the belief if. If you do it, there's got to be a reason behind it. You shouldn't wail on your kid just because he forgot to turn off the light. Um, uh, I, I, I think it depends on the punishment sometimes. Well I, well, I think if the kid does it, it's bad and, you know, bad enough. It, it's, it's it's you know, buyer beware, but I think it's up to the parent. I don't think it's bad.
2: Huh.
0: Oh, here's for the old guy, Mm-hmm. Stung like crazy,
1: man oh it's it's the early iodine it's oh, okay a, that's what i was gonna say yeah. iodine yeah it's okay a, yeah i think it's a derivative of or something i don't I know think i think my mom to money
2: say. used that on me once iodine well, mostly like, it was rubbing alcohol and hydrogen peroxide that's all i remember and do you think i remember iodine once unsafe toys hmm
0: they had toys in the '90s. They had that. What
2: that what, that consider that, unsafe. Well, God, he, here they're showing, they're showing they're a red Ryder BB gun in the ad.
1: Yeah, there's that, uh, but I think a lot of it's choking hazards, that type of thing, and there there were a lot of
2: unsafe toys. And the, if you go
1: back far enough into the the mid '50s, with with. Uh, erector set
2: uh, that would be the one that i see being a choking hazard uh,
1: those are those were the
2: most fun i I know those if you look at the cost of an erector set a full complete erector set yeah you can make some good money off of those Mm. (laughs) i don't see anybody really wanting to sell one if they have a
0: good one and (laughs) And yeah the the last one is chasing truck emitting poisonous vapors
1: Mm. must be a big city
0: so there were no warnings that pesticide sprays were coming just the delight of kids who found it fun to run behind the trucks that sprayed with poison to kill mosquitoes and other hazardous chemicals the fog <laughs> it made was enticing and it smelled good too running Oops. and chasing the truck was fun I don't know anybody Ooh. who's done this so if you're listening to Ooh. this let me know
2: because they're probably not alive if they did that <laughs> <laughs> goodness mm. Oof. that's uh okay. So yeah, all right. That seemed like a very over exaggerated list.
0: I, I think this that this the list is, was written by somebody who's a little bit of a nanny parent, you know, who who kid is is can't do anything dangerous and
1: you know. You know, we we cover so many of these almost the same kind of stories throughout <clears throat> throughout the months of doing this show that uh Sometimes you sometimes you got to wonder if they're not just combining <clears throat> all these stories together just to to make make a story. I got to get my four hundred words in, so I'm going to make things up. I I believe Let's, it. Speaking of which, um,
2: th- this article headline made me laugh, and I just think it's just this person just trying to put out. An article that is attention grabbing. This is a Newsweek article. I don't care. I'm going to throw him under the bus. Mm. Donald Trump's surprise visit to Washington D.C. sparks arrest speculation. You this are week, fake news. This entire article is nothing to do with the DOJ even looking into Donald Trump. All mm. it talks about is him getting off a plane heading into a you know, a motorcade of vehicles wearing golf shoes and a white polo top. Mm -hmm. And that's all it says. That's all it says that they saw him do. Doesn't talk about any officers. Doesn't talk about anything that he's planning on doing. That's it. The rest is just all filler. Hmm. And it's like, why couldn't he have been going to play golf? So if he flies in a plane and goes anywhere near D.C., you guys are hoping that he's getting arrested? Yeah. How about you absolutely... write the article when he's in handcuffs? Yeah.
1: he absolutely
2: are <coughs> And I, I'm like, I, I read the entire article trying to find out where they got the idea that he was being arrested. I, I does not talk about anybody that he met on the tarmac that looks like a any officer or anything. And I'm like, you guys are just doing wishful thinking at at the risk of using kind of a conservative
0: talking head, uh, kind of catchphrase. Trump derangement syndrome is kind of a thing. I've talked to multiple people, friends, family, strangers that if you mention Donald Trump, the ability to hold a civil conversation is completely outside of the window. Um, So I I can see the person disliking Trump, whoever wrote the article, whether it was the editor or the person who who wrote it, uh, just Donald Trump's in there, you know, this is going to, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's probably what happened.
2: Mm -hmm. I think it's just clickbait. And I mean, it's coming from, you know, uh, a supposedly uh, notable news source. And it's just a clickbait article. And that's what bugs me about when I'm trying to find articles for the show, is you come across most of these things that are just terribly written, or the headline doesn't even match
1: what is written. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true, and sometimes that's a noise. A noise news aggregate uh, um, aggregation sites that you know pile all this news together and sometimes they they are disjointed as far as uh, headlines and the actual story that does that does happen i mean yeah. uh, all right so there's a story out today that i was looking at it says a shift in jupiter's orbit could have a bizarre impact on earth and, and and it goes on to talk about uh how you know the earth and every other planet and our solar system orbits the sun and um so so what it's talking about is a possible change in Jupiter's orbit could make parts of Earth more livable by raising temperatures in our most frigid zones. And what's is weird about this article is that that's what everybody else is, you know, is, is uh, talking about global warming. And in this case, they're saying, oh, it, Jupiter could change it and w- we might be more uh, inhabitable in the polar regions. So I'm going, well, wait a minute. On one hand, you're saying that we have global warming going on, but it's also possible that a shift in Jupiter's orbit is causing some changes? So what? who's who's going to be the,
0: the, the first people who buy beach homes in suburbia, Siberia? You know, it's going to be new, I mean, latent, new ocean serves. side housing in suburbia.
2: Is it going to, like, change the equator? Is that, I mean, well, it's, I'm uh, trying it's to figure mean, out like, what they're...
1: Uh, what are they exactly? Well, saying? yeah. It, it, so what they're talking about here is um, they actually go on to say things like uh, because of Jupiter's massive gravitational pull, uh, and, and part of the reason that you know if it changes slightly, it'll have a, a change in our orbit. Does it mean the shifting poles? Maybe I don't know. But uh, it, it it what it what they're saying is that Earth's orbit will be actually slightly closer to the sun. And so that'll okay. make uh, the polar regions, Antarctica and the Arctic, uh, see changes in temperatures. But it's like, well, <coughs> is that possibly happening now? Is this why we're seeing all the the droughts and the, the heat shifts and things changing so well, dramatically? I was too- thinking
2: that we're seeing the heat
1: shifts because of the,
2: the big solar spot on the sun that's been shooting continuous radiation at us that you know they're talking about the C uh, coronal mass ejection the cme it's mm-hmm. one of the things that i actually do when i pay attention to what's going on with our sun. that's one of the things that i um
1: so i'm so, we'll, so we'll, I, you know, well, hold, so I, I don't I, know if the sunspot has actually got something to do with with that. I mean, you know, there's all kinds of theories as to why the planet's heating up, and global warming is definitely one of them. It's just very interesting. It's a story. This story is coming out. You know, scientific base <clears throat> that uh, a shift in Jupiter's orbit could actually cause action coming up. So, James, um, you you locked up a bit.
0: Um, I did want to add. So, something to add to the Rob story. This is on msn MSN.com. I lost the Yeah, you, you locked up. Um, that means yeah, places like Antar- okay. Antarctica mm-hmm. and the Arctic would see massive changes of temperatures and very cool locations worldwide too. Alternatively, it would probably mean warmer temperatures in places where the heat already swelters, which could lead to some other complications. Huh. And it yeah, does I talk about... One of the articles I, I just kind of read says the change in orbit would... Um, it would just be, uh, I guess it has an oval orbit Orbit now. So if it changes a little bit, it would it cause issues, even like tilting the, the way the, the Earth faces the sun, etc. I've never heard this, by the way, ever, by any journal, anything I've ever read. And it makes sense that Earth's weather is affected by um, non-satellite planets. Like, the moon, I know, affects Earth. I've never heard anything about Jupiter being so far away would affect Earth
2: in any way. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't heard of that one either. I mean, it just kind of makes sense because I mean we're all being held together in a gravitational pull around the sun.
1: Yeah, so I mean, if it, it, a planet all moves, of it affects. Yeah, it's gonna. And you could you could yeah. see it where it affects affects each other. I mean, other planets, especially something that's... a even a gas giant like Jupiter, could easily have an effect. Yeah. Anyway. So I got a
0: I got an interesting story. This makes me laugh just because I remember the Microsoft trial back in the day. European Union upholds Google's four point one billion. That's billion with a B, folks. Euro fine for bundling search with Android. Which which, by the way, is quasi how Microsoft got in trouble back in the day by bundling Internet Explorer, a browser. With Windows. So I, I find it funny that uh, a company that complained later on in the aughts got busted for the same thing, more or less. Hmm. Hmm. So. Okay. Does, does that mean when you start to get a new Android phone, there's going to be that search pop-up box that tells you, which search engine do you want to
1: use? Like the European yeah, version of Windows? Probably. Oh. I don't know. Sometimes the EU, I think is a little, I mean, should we go in knowing that, uh, Android might have a, (laughs) have a bent towards Google? There, there, there are times where I think they're ridiculous and other times they're things that
0: I actually agree with where they're like, they're, 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 they're asking questions on Microsoft's acquisition of Activision, um. And, and things like that they're they're even looking at should Apple force to be used USB-C now, I'm not 100% for that because it locks you into a standard but I, I do think that I, I, I wish in some degree that our American government would act a little bit like the European Union when it comes to asking questions of things mm. I'm you know it, it may not be good it may not be bad but at least they're looking into it you know yeah well I
1: don't James are, that
0: are you there
2: yeah okay yeah, I was just writing jotting down notes real quick notes
0: <laughs> nope. and here's here's something for our producer who used to love this um if she listens hello interview with a vampire trailer previews amc's supernatural drama so interview with a vampire and rice's classic series of novels it's becoming a tv show
2: i do know about I, this i'm not sure how interested i am. so
0: amc studios and i, li- and I love the movie so yeah. AMC, I haven't mm. seen it in years. <laughs> I'll have to rewatch it. AMC Studios has announced the the, the full interview with a vampire trailer for its upcoming series adaptation of Anne Rice's classic supernatural gothic novel the same name. It is scheduled to be released on October second. The video highlights the trailer highlights Lewis's complication relationship with charismatic uh, leader Lestat the vampire who seduced Lewis towards the darkness and attempt to make him as immortal companion. It teases Lewis struggle with killing humans as well as the arrival of Claudia into their lives. <coughs> hmm. It doesn't interest me, but I'm happy. The fact there's something else that's becoming something it's better than all the rehash and repops they've done. And this will fit more into, if it's good, it'll be good because at least it's doing more of the novel than the movie did. Hopefully. i'm fascinated by it a quick one uh wally is uh uh, wally becomes first pixel film uh, introduced into the criterion collection really Mm. yeah and that was a tease because ladies and gentlemen you know it also should be inducted into some sort of hall of fame is our sponsor audacity Today's show's brought to you by Audacity. Audacity. The game where dignity is overrated. Go to oddassity dot com. That's oddassity dot com. Pick up a card game from this website or selected stores. That's Audacity, Audacity, the unforgettable party game for mischievous people. This just in: Use Mad Trio all caps, all one word for ten percent off your final order. Make sure you tell them the Mad Trio sent you. Uh, Pixar films has lauded for decades for a number of reasons, but the first with the studio is now adding another accomplishment to list as of 08 08, as 08's wall E become the first film from the studio to join the Criterion Collection. So the Criterion Collection was founded in 84 with the goal of highlighting the greatest cinema achievements in history, delivering the select films to the highest quality home video releases evolving across various mediums um if you ever want to see the best the cleanest the best looking versions of any film if it's on the criterion collection look for it because they generally do one hell of a job restoring it
2: if it's possible to restore it, i've got a few uh movies from the criterion collection series but i'm just i'm pretty shocked that wally is joining that i mean (laughs) that's surprising to me hmm I mean, it was a good film. I I would love to know, know. why, um, like, because it's not
0: the first animated film like that.
2: The article,
0: um, it doesn't. This article I'm reading doesn't say, but like, if you think of 3D animation, it's not the first 3D 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 animation movie. Um, I. I could make a couple of one versus Pixar's Toy Story the that one came out of uh Oh shoot, it's based off a video game that came out that, that was the one everybody said had uncanny valley but it was uh something with spirits but it was it spirits within
1: uh, I don't
0: remember but uh
2: spirited away
0: Uh no, fi- uh, no it's Final Fantasy Spirits Within. It came out in 01. Oh okay. I know, sure. Um, like I, I'm kind of confused. Like I don't get why. I mean, it wasn't. It's not even the first animation film that had some sort of "We need to save the Earth." kumbaya. 60s and <laughs> 70s would have been the first one for those. That I'm. You aware know, of. I
2: went on to the Criterion dot com site and uh, to see if they have anything that really says exactly why they they chose this one. And it just says, you know, that the, they look at it as this film as a high watermark of digital animation and that they, the vision of a dystopian future is the dazzling pop science fiction love story. So that's their justification.
0: Hmm. You know, the, right. the, the the love story is good, it's not the first to do it, in my no, opinion. No, it's not.
2: That's why I'm like, huh. It's weird that they chose this one, but I guess they're going because of the dystopian future. I'll,
0: as, as somebody who's an huh. animation nut, who's seen a good deal of animation from pretty much all of the 20th century, um, I would say it's probably the best mix like, of, of story that That's at least if you take a look at within that studio's work, I think it's the best mix of everything. So I guess if you base it off of that, I would say if they were looking, oh, we must have a Pixar film, it's probably one of the best ones to do that with. Because I think it's a better yeah. story than Toy Story. I think it tells a better message than Toy Story to some degree. Um, mm, not my choice, but I, I don't know if I would do a Pixar studio thing, but... Uh,
2: yeah, I don't know. That's weird. I, I wasn't expecting that Wally would ever make it into the Criterion collection.
0: Uh, <laughs> I, to, to be completely honest, I don't see. I don't think we're going to see a lot of modern movies in the Criterion collection. I don't see twenty years from now that we're going to see Iron Man Criterion collection. I just don't see that.
2: No. So. Um. You guys have seen the TikToker um, Kambane Lame, right? Lame or whatever. I don't know how to pronounce Maybe. It's somebody who likes TikTok. He's the guy that uh, doesn't say anything, but he you know, he sees people trying to do the life hacks and he just kind of stares at things and then just shows you how to do it the normal way. Uh, vaguely. You've seen some of them stuff. Probably. But the thing that Blew me away. Is he became really famous during the quarantine? Is when he became really famous. He's in Italy. He's a, he's from Italy, and he's twenty two years old, and he has one hundred and fifty million followers. Guess how much he makes per TikTok post. <laughs> Twenty dollars. These are TikTok posts, so they're they're maybe what? Uh, how long is a normal TikTok thing? Uh, a minute, two minutes at the most. I've seen right? ten. Yeah.
0: yeah, like I yeah,
2: anywhere yeah, between that not five minutes, not much. Much. less than five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, longest is like five minutes. Seven hundred fifty thousand dollars per post. Mm. Wow, per post. Good for him. Um. Well, now he wants to get in a Hollywood. Of course. And so, you know, I don't blame him. I mean, <laughs> but I think I would retire if I was this guy. So he lost his job when uh, quarantine hit. He was in the construction and just started doing these TikTok videos. And now he makes seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars a post. <laughs> and to learn English, guess what guess what he's what he's watching? Go Mr. Rogers' that. neighborhood, oh, okay. and Daniel Tiger. I, so he's watching all these things, and you know, uh, American cartoons to learn English to join Hollywood. I'm just—it's like, not—it's not the dude, worst you, thing. You make seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars a TikTok post. Can I, can I ask tiger. you guys?
0: Can I ask a question? Now, this is the way I see it. If I was him. I would ride that horse till the cow came, until the cow came home. I would bank everything I could, except minimal amount of money to survive. Because a, that's going to end. Why go to Hollywood when millions of America go to Hollywood and they end up being some sort of stripper on Hollywood video boulevard? I don't see that working.
2: I don't get it. I don't either. I mean, but I mean, as far as I'm concerned, if I was him, I would literally retire now.
1: (laughs) I, I think he should keep keep working, doing your TikTok, (laughs) save all that money and you won't have to worry about what you want to do Well, Like within a year,
0: he could probably retire for the rest of his life. So I would, I would literally do it until it just dropped. Then spend the rest of your life gallivanting, do whatever you want. Do what Macaulay Culkin does, which is nothing.
2: I, I was. So, there's this one girl I, I saw that does ASMR. So, you know, you basically just sit there and eat food on, on YouTube. Creepy. People watch you. Creepy. She's worth $8 million. 27 years old. Networks How much? $8 million. Jeez. And all she, $8 million. Mm. And all she does is just po- post a few videos a week of eating food.
0: Mm. I... I I'll be yeah, honest. There's the got to be
2: more to it, right? I, I mean, is that- I mean, she makes her own, her own <laughs> little uh, candies, cakes, little uh, things, that, right. and then <coughs> she just sits there and is, is she attractive? You to her eat it. it of it's, course she is. That's okay, why you so, make that much money.
0: Yeah. So there's there's a couple of things going. Is is one, if it's a woman doing anything and she's attractive, you're immediately going to get traction. Now the question is: Is is her looks enough to get most people to to yeah, watch? That's going to be a certain percentage of that number who are going to do it just because she's incredibly good looking.
2: Um, yeah. The, the, the second I think she's got millions of followers too, over well, a million. Well, the least. the other part and, um, is there's people who like are. If you Think about it. Not all of them are going to be horny men. Well, yeah.
0: No, agreed. But I I've known women who are will do the, will do the same thing. Um, it's just like cleavage thing I've known a number of women who will say if you're a a fairly busty woman and they're they're showing they'll stare and the women who have told me are as straight as straight can be Um, it's also the food thing it is is the food interesting is what she making or eating Um, so there's that intersection and there's people like me going how the fuck are you making money off that and they'll watch you just to try to figure it out like this makes no damn
2: sense and then there's Amazon reviews, and then you pay for her money yeah, you give her money because you sat there and watched a certain number of ads that YouTube makes you watch.
0: I, I, I don't get it. As, as somebody who's definitely old, kind of wish I was born a little early, later because if all you have to do is, like, people watch you eat, fuck, dude. I'd be a thousand pounds, but I'd be rich as hell. <laughs> the best amount of food I could eat at my
1: age is amazing. <laughs> what, what is the name of this person? Uh, the woman or yeah, the woman. guy?
2: No, the um, woman honey bee i think it is <coughs> yeah, let's look up honey bee tomorrow, and you'll find her h-u-n-n-i not, not spelled right <laughs> but by, by the way if there's anybody out here listening saying oh you guys are just
0: jealous um two things one yes two being jealous of somebody is not a bad thing Je- being jealous can actually be a motivating factor to get your ass off and do something and three Good for her if she found a niche no, doing something I'm, that I found ridiculous, but she's making a boatload of money and her morals are okay with it. Go for it.
2: You know I'm not jealous. I, I just i i just look at things like that and I'm like, that's great <clears> that <throat> they were able to bandwagon early enough.
0: Yeah, 100%. Where they
2: make a massive amount of money early and. I hope they invest that money so that they don't end up like me, where I'm working hard at 40 years old when they're, you know, in their mid early 20s, already a millionaire. Oh, a hundred percent agree. Take money invest, and invest something. Start with it.
1: That's kind of where I'm at because I wish I had the opportunity <clears throat> at their age. It, okay. It, so it, she's a know? big blue-eyed, blonde-haired, good-looking woman. Yeah. <clears throat> okay.
0: And, and I'm only saying jealous as somebody who's been podcasting for a decade, who was at the, the inception of podcasting. I was there since day one. I was actually listening to podcasts before day one. And as somebody who's been doing this for a long time, I'm, I'm jealous because like, man, I wish I had the audience. But it, it, my version of jealousy is not a bad thing. It's like, hell, keep going. I, 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 I want to yeah. succeed. I think it's odd, but... Yeah. You know, I'm a 40-year-old Weird. who loves cartoons. <laughs> I'm not exactly one to, to uh, you know, to, to, to poke fingers at her.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know. Pretty
0: strange. I don't get yeah. ASMR. <clears throat> I've seen all sorts of things. I've seen people sharpen knives, put away laundry. I, I don't get the whole ASMR craze. I've never understood it, but.
1: Yeah, I don't get it either not my things however
0: when they add ASMR of somebody eating tacos it makes me hungry every
1: time (laughs) because it's that It's like oh man I'm starving tacos Um, so you know we were talking about the queen passing recently and there's a couple other things that you know one one of the things I saw that the the lineup to walk past her coffin (coughs) is over four miles long now wow yeah right now Right now, right this moment, as people are, it, and it's getting longer as we speak. The line, I'm thinking, isn't faster. it like what time is it right now? So it's
2: almost seven o'clock right now. Isn't that like almost three a.m.?
1: It's like twelve hours, hours ahead? ahead. Six in the morning. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it I yeah, that's people, like nine. Tw- they they've been in there. Been there was uh, one of the people they interviewed was in line already. Almost since the moment uh, that, uh, <laughs> I don't know, I couldn't say from the moment she passed away, but from the moment the casket got moved into where it's at, they've been in line, waiting to be let in. So I yeah. I, I was thinking about this, because
0: um, I've seen various degrees of comments towards her passing from saying, uh, being incredibly sad and tearing up to people saying, I'm glad the old com- uh, colonizing bitch is dead. All sorts of horrible things to wonderful things. and I, I Here's my thought about this. I want to see what you guys think was, A, she was a world leader. And I know people are saying, oh, she was a world leader, yada, yada, yada. She was a world leader whether she wanted to or not, and she knew it. Who lasted 70 years and did a pretty damn good job of of keeping her appearance up. I mean, I I don't know. I, I was kind of sad when she died just because the fact that she was a 70-year-old world leader. And that's not an easy gig, especially when, you know, what you do is on a knife point. Granted, she was absolutely rich, had an incredibly privileged life, et cetera. But I don't know. I, I, I'm i kind of bummed that she passed.
2: Yeah, but, me too. Uh, you know, but, you I know. Kinda figured it was about time. Well, I mean, she was getting up there, I mean, Betty White's gone, you're not gonna, if you, you know, yeah, betty just gone, that the time that, well you know, go. a lot of these, yeah, I mean, she's only, <laughs> what, eight years younger than the Queen? <laughs> True. Or, I mean, eight years older, <laughs> Betty White was eight years, nine years older than the Queen, so.
1: Uh, so the Queen was 96, how old was Betty when she passed?
2: Be like Ryan and Betty it. Eddie was like ninety nine, so yeah, that's right. Oh, she she okay. last year, three, so she three was about years. five years,
1: yeah. three four. Okay. Yeah.
2: anyway, with that said, I yeah, mean, about four
1: years. she had a good run. I don't think there's any doubt about it. And I, that, thought, oh, I thought I yeah. thought she did. You know, if if we have nobody to compare it to, I don't have another royal that I can think of. You know, and of course she she's the longest uh, reigning royal for the British. That there were. I I also
0: I also find it weird, and I don't know anybody who's British to actually ask any question about like how they actually view the Queen, because Americans have a really weird thing with idolizing the British royal family. I've never quite understood that, Um, but I don't know. I I I think they're
2: jealous of (laughs) inbreeding.
1: Well, I mean, you know, there's, there is something romantic that the, the, about, uh, there being royals, but on the other hand, the, you know, it was like, eh, there's a reason why we, uh, broke away from the British. We wanted to get rid of, you know, away from the king and, and, and all of that. So I, there was, there was a quote know. and I'm, I'm going to butcher it
0: because that's what I do. It basically comes down to when, when royalty and monarchy is good, it's really good. But when monarchy is bad, it's really bad. There's no in-betweens. It either sucks out loud or it's really good. Like, just pure, unadulterated monarchy. Which, by the way, British Britain isn't. But, I don't know. I just couldn't imagine living her life, too. Being World War Two, going through all of that and just seeing... It's like, you know, when my grandfather was born in 1911. Seeing all the changes and the differences and the political changes... Even if you go from like the '50s to the '70s, there was a massive amount of change in the U.S. So I'm assuming it's quasi the same in England because societies, you know, American society and British society in some degrees
1: are similar. All Western yeah. societies. Yeah. Right, right. No, you're right. Uh, yeah, I mean, she saw all kinds of changes in her lifetime, and I, you know, from an outsider's perspective looking in, I thought she did a pretty good job as far as that goes. Now, you know, there's there's an awful lot of um, backlash to the, the whole rule by, by Britain, uh, of its subjects and not just, you know, I'm not talking about just in England. I'm talking about all their, uh, all the different areas from India yeah, on that was under British rule that, uh, wasn't very good. I so, just read then, something
0: that actually said there, I guess there's a gem. I don't remember what the gem was called, but it's in some sort of scepter that the country is saying, Hey, now that she's yes. dead, give it back. Yeah, I, I don't see them doing it,
1: but I would, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't uh, see them. At this point now, I think it's, they, they've possessed it long enough in the in the royal uh, <laughs> gems, you know, all, everything that they had. I think at this point now, there is no no reason to turn around and go, gee, I'm sorry. I'm going to give you back your, you know, you were whatever, Jim. Yeah. 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 So yeah.
0: here's here's a tip. Nope. For, got one more story before we call it a, uh, an episode. Do you like cucumbers? Well, if you walk into a house oh, or an area or something that smells like cucumbers, instead of being a delicious uh, thing you put in sandwiches, it could be a copperhead snake.
1: Hmm. So, so appara- copperhead snakes smell like cucumbers.
0: Apparently, the gland. Of a, a a copperhead snake makes a smell that smells like
1: cucumbers. So mm, interesting. So next time I walk into the house, I'll I should turn around and walk back out because there could be a snake in it. Yeah.
0: Or or somebody's making cucumber sandwiches. I I wasn't sure how to take that, but it's like okay. Or or
1: or somebody's wife trying to make pickles. Well we don't have <laughs> copperhead True. snakes in California that I love. Well, I mean, they're not native here. doesn't mean they aren't, they're not here.
0: Why, 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 why? They may it's have over? hitched
1: a ride on something and come on in. Oh. Wanted to see some of their brethren over here. You know? one, more, one more story Brother in the Six.
0: lightning round. New York <laughs> declares a state of emergency over polio and who, the who, the World Health Organization that may or may not have any validity anymore is possibly going to declare New York, you know, America, a uh, hot spot for polio.
1: You know we talked about this a little bit and, it, and it's one of those things that uh that i don't even want to take light of polio is horrible and <laughs> I, I know that we've talked about uh the possibility of polio coming back before in the show and, it, and it's not it's not a good thing this is a very bad thing and we talked about you know do the kids today are they getting uh their polio vaccines in uh, the whole series of stuff that they get now or and not how, and how that, good are i they? don't know Somebody was supposed to look that one up. I I think I don't my think they do. I'm hmm. pretty sure my son got those. Well, see pretty sure in being sure. I would actually be. have to ask my wife cuz yeah, she was I, present I it's for it's all of those I was. I I think it's more polio's horrible. Not even funny. <laughs> it's horrible. And I don't wish that on anybody and I certainly wouldn't want any friends or family that I know of to be involved with it. So I mean if polio is really uh, rearing its ugly head again, I think it's something we need to get on and get on now.
0: So, uh, according to this, this, is an NBCnews.com article. Polio vaccination rates are low in most affected con- con- counties. Or, <coughs> <coughs> excuse me, Orange County, around 58% of children have received three shots before their second birthday. Rockland County uh, has a rate of 60%. Sullivan County has 62%. And I'm assuming this is all New York the uh, The vaccination rate in Nassau County is around uh, similar to New York is seventy nine percent. By declaring a state of emergency, New York hopes to raise it everything above ninety percent. Um, yeah, I'm, not, I'm just gonna say if you guys think I'm making fun of polio, I, I'm not. Uh, read books, read histories, listen. By the way, listen to some old time radio when they were talking about donating blood and all this stuff to try to help stop polio. How dangerous it was! There were PSAs back in the day telling people how dangerous this was. So. Um, yeah, it's not good. I thought this was interesting, especially when the WHO was going to declare it. I'm like, oh, this will be interesting because I know I, I know a number of people who uh, no longer take the WHO uh, as any world leader um, because of previous
1: stuff. Whether good or bad, I don't know. I've never actually looked into it. I don't know. COVID took, took many either good news or bad news, whatever, and it kind of lumped it into a, a situation where... You know, do we believe these people anymore? And, and that's one of the problems that we're having with something like the World Health Organization. Do we, do we really believe what they say or not? I, I'm going to say, I hope we do. I got to believe that there's a lot of very good, knowledgeable people that work <coughs> for the who and, in and, and know, uh, know things more than I do. I uh, would, I, I would say I'm the, listen to them. I, I would say the
0: problem for at least the people I follow is there were lies that were caught and, and everybody sighed. And a lot of these people will say, if you're lying about something as potentially dangerous, it, d- dangerous or benign, is this what else you're lying about? So that was, that was their main comment. It's like, why should we trust you if you were caught lying and, and putting your hand in the cookie jar instead of just being out front and forward? Now, there's reasons why you don't tell the truth on everything, especially not when, let's be honest, men in black were right. Mm-hmm. Uh, a person by itself is fine. Get a group of people together. They're they're not so fine. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, for the California Pride, the fat man and the old guy, as always. Thank you for listening.
1: Goodbye. Goodbye.